Hello and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we are the Sherman sisters. This week we are talking about Lady Chatterley's Lover. A steamy little number on A Netflix. Very steamy little number on Netflix who's in some hot water right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but before we talk about Lady Chatterley and her aforementioned lover, mm-hmm. bitch, let's sync up. Please. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking. Um, oh, laying around. Laying, loafing. Watching TV. <laughs> That's really it. That and is it, we're girl. Eating good well, this we went to Costco. We you did. And I, you joined me and Craig at Costco. I sure we're did. We're looking for a new fridge. And the, what was the deal? They had oh, no they floor had, models. They had no merchandise. Um, did you order one online? No, not yet. We okay. we will, I'm sure. Um, yeah, our fridge keeps pooting out. You can't be doing that to me. Mm-mm, and it's mm-mm. always the overnight oats that scream the loudest. Oh, no. Because they, like, curdle. It's disgusting. Actually, I'm done talking about it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're heading into hot season, so you need to be able I to, have to have popsicles or whatever. Yeah. You know. I need a lot of options. Some cold sodies. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, anyway, yeah, that was, I mean, apart from, well, Craig and I saw Renfield. Oh, yeah, how was that? It was cute enough. Yeah. You know? Like it's an entertaining, like, uh. It's set in New Orleans. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, hey. But because we were thinking about Nick Cage, we came home and watched uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Okay, is that good? That's a fun movie. Parker and I have been it's talking a good about time. watching that. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's like, you know, it's very fan service Of course. And I, I, I might walk back some of my Pedro harsh Pascal. remarks <laughs> on Pedro Pascal. He's a cute enough guy. Yeah, he is cute. Um, it's just that people are treating him like he is the Beatles. Yeah. And it's sort of like, okay, calm down. People, I don't know. Fandoms people have online. like a really gross appetite to like like lift someone up past a, like a, an unsustainable point. It's not. It's not honestly a humane way to treat a person. No, it's not. It's like well because we, we have a hole, a royal's shaped hole in our hearts as Americans. I guess so. I think that's really what Who's, it is. Here's our new prince. We miss having noblesse oblige, so we create it. I think that's super true. And then I also read this person talking about, um, it was a Colombian-American writer, and she was like, um, is he Colombian? No, he's from, where is he from? Oh, I don't know. Let me look that up. Um, I thought Spain. But she was talking about how, like, the way that people treated him, particularly in the wake of Narcos, was really yucky. And she was like, narco-novellas. Chilean. Chilean. She was like, narco-novellas are such a weird, creepy thing like apparently that's like a whole genre and people who are like obsessed with narcos and write fanfic well no but there's like a whole um there's a whole genre of tv shows like in latin america that are like telenovelas specifically about the drug trade kind of like mafia movies i guess Hmm. and um she was like those are really like they make light of something that really has kind of hurt my home country quite a lot yeah (laughs) There's, um, you know, quite a lot of terror that they've yes. spread. Yeah. So she was like, so to see people, like, be horned and forlorned over this actor in this role specifically yeah. is icky. And then she was like, it, she also kind of was like, it slots really neatly into the, like, very fetishistic Latin lover kind of thing that people have done for years and years and yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, I'm so wild over Tony Soprano that I don't have a lot of room to argue. <laughs> right. It's like Auga. Like we love my our boyfriend. mafia boys. <laughs> we love our boys. Ray Liotta, yeah. make you rest. Oh we my loved gosh. him. Yeah. I you know, remember that terrible song that like occasionally becomes viral on TikTok that I'm a gangster's wife. <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> But you were like, yeah, it's me. It's me. I'm Carmella. I'm Carmella Soprano. I love I'll her. I'll have to play that for you. It's one of the worst songs I think you'll 
forever here. Oh, well, I'm certain. TikTok audios are really... They're so funny. Oh, man. What's that one that makes me laugh so hard? It's like, um, they always have it. I sent you the one where it was like Robin as a wave coming to crash the Brown family. Oh, my God. It's like, aunt, 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 But like, there's always, if you click on the sound, there's like this lady who's like Robin Brown on the wave. Oh, yeah. There's some little lady who's like five foot two and she is constantly dancing to that exact song. Oh my god. Um, it's so funny. I love TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Once I, don't, again, I don't know what I would do without it, if I'm either. being honest with you. I don't either. It's my search engine. <laughs> it's my primary clown to clown communication tool for my sister. Absolutely. And my husband. Absolutely. Oh, and it feeds his chismoso side. Oh my god. So Yesterday morning. Did I woke you wake up, up from Craig? Yes, mm-hmm. about the um two couples that got engaged from Love is Blind that didn't get featured on the, per- the show because they were too boring he <laughs> must be getting like an absolute fire hose of love is blind content because one morning i woke up and i had like five or six from him that were oh all God. about it when we were on our way to costco you know like honestly poor craig because you and i just like like we just never shut up and he's usually like he's like always very like chill about that which i appreciate but like he's usually just pretty quiet and then something came about love is blind and he was like Lindsay, did you see and i was like yes i did and we like and it was the um the thing about paul patting that bridesmaid on the booty they addressed that in the reunion Mm, Um, i didn't get that far yet they do well so vanessa already framed it as though like you people online are so shady i didn't see it that way which i'm like i actually kind of didn't either like the way that the girl kind of turned was what did give me pause i don't trust micah's friends one iota no. I'll tell you that <laughs> no um, I don't especially Shelby better friends in 2023 <laughs> girl Micah you you've the journey begins now girl because you yeah. have a lot to do to fix yourself and like she could I, like she's one of those people where it's like I could see glimmers of her maybe eventually becoming a better person than she is mm. but she's gonna have to do some some interior work I need her to take like a public speaking class, mm, something mm-hmm. like that. The mm-hmm. way that she, a Toastmasters, she should take. She should join the Friars Club. The way that she is incapable of yeah. stringing one complete sentence together. Yeah, and I don't. You know, the like thing. I'm guilty it's of whatever. it. It's yeah, a female affect, frankly. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's so excessive with her, mm-hmm. and it the the. The likes paired with the, like, very limited vocabulary. And her also having sort of nothing to say, actually. Nothing to say. So, like, with her and Paul, it's, I mean, they just seem like two really thick-headed individuals. Yeah, like, I feel like every conversation between them. a psychopath, dude. You think so? Yeah, I, I, everyone saying the, like, serial killer thing, I was like, okay, I don't really care. Like, you know, mainly my beef was that he needed to open his jaw more when he spoke. Yes. But I think he was bored by her. I think he was bored. <laughs> but here's the thing that, that freaks me out about him. One, not telling her, but telling the cameras that he can't see her as a mother. That, okay, that he did not like, need to. You, I don't like Micah, but you can't say that about a you've woman. You've already That's a, kicked her to the ground. <laughs> leave her alone. That is a below-the-belt thing to say. Yes. Um. Two... He repeated the phrase again and again. Um, what's good for me is good for us. <laughs> Which is like one of those classic, like this is I'm glad this is becoming a meme now because it is a kind of scary thing that left unchecked. I don't want to see what the world turns into. Right. Is people using therapy speak mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. abdicate all responsibility yes. in relationships. Yes. Um 
And I've seen some discussion about that online recently. Yeah. People are kind of getting fed up with it. Well, because it's like, you know, you get clinically friend broken up with by somebody and it's like that HR letter isn't right. Right. No part of that feels right in my soul. Right. Especially when it's like, if you do have, unless somebody has like really crossed a line, crossed a boundary, whatever, Mm -hmm. if you just feel like you're growing apart from a friend, like that happens. Just let it happen. Ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. It like, it's not, it doesn't mean you like hold ill will for someone. Mm -hmm. Like Angela and I were just talking about this last night. It's like, I don't like the idea of having a burned bridge ever. No, it's just not a good idea either. I just like... Um, the thought of like there being somebody out in the world that I used to be friends with that I'm not anymore mm-hmm. is a strange thought. And I have one person that's like that, and so does she. And like the stories are really similar. And it's like, that's just a strange feeling. Cause like yeah. everyone else, I'm like, yeah, we're like, I don't, may not talk to that person very often. We've drifted apart, but we're on friendly terms, mm-hmm. you know? There was like maybe, and it never really was official in any way, but there was one girl who I think, um, perceived us as closer or Mm -hmm. perceived herself to be a part of a a very very tight-knit friend group that I'm in right and her perception bumped against reality in a really awkward way oh no but I think like even if I saw her we'd probably be yeah it's like I don't I don't mean you I was never mean to her right once but it it was giving very like okay if I go to another bar I'm not necessarily gonna tell you right Um, exactly yeah, those things happen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, that girl also crossed some crazy boundaries, too. So, like... <laughs> so, there's that. There's that. That's what I All that to say. Um, what else did I do? I watched so much media this weekend. Did you watch I, Succession? Yes, I watched Succession. I thought it was great. Incredible. Um, love to see Marsha come back and be just a vicious bitch. Okay, Willa's line. Look at us both. I was like... <sighs> Dude. Willa, unexpected dark She's horse of the bars. season. She's really got bars. That I that apartment going for that much. Sixty three million. million dollars. It's like, beautiful though. It is so pretty. I was like obsessed with the windows back behind yeah, them. Yeah, and that oh. big like wood paneled office. Oh my god. Um, it really rich people. You guys, your architecture is elite. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> Wouldn't know, but but good for y'all. Happy for you. Um. Yeah, what else would, would happen with that that stood out to me? Oh, Carrie's bag. Apparently people were, like, pausing to see what was in it. And it was, like, hum, nutrition, vitamins. Oh. And, like, um, like it was just a bunch of Sephora stuff. And they were, like, it's so funny to think of her, like, borrowing Logan's expense card or whatever to just, like, go shop the Sephora and sale. Like Target. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Roman was being so sweet to her, which was surprising. He was. Uh, I saw someone say, like, he probably had an ulterior motive. Like, yeah, there's you know. an angle, probably. Yeah. Um, the big sh- surprise. Surprise. The Siobhan surprise. I yeah. know. I know. I was like, why are you being so mean to Tom? Honestly, like, I know he wants, I think he still wants to stay with her. Oh, he does, for sure. And Especially if he knew his, like, child was involved. Right. I know. Ugh. I mean, those two are going to get back together, but it'll probably be because she's going to hold the power again. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Because the way that she got slighted from that triumvirate, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me, kind of sets her up to... She can't stand to not be in the room. Yeah. You know? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and perceived as being in the room specifically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I saw someone that was like, I love that the two career paths we've ever seen Siobhan pursue is basically like, if you were to take the real world example, um, an advisor to a, a Bernie Sanders figure or <laughs> the CEO of News Corp. You yeah. know what I mean? Like no in between. There's no, I mean, but that's, 
You know, you kind of forget that the people who end up advising politicians on, on, on either side really right. you usually were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Oh, so totally. like that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, because you can afford to work for free or not or cheap, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, well, or, you know, you, you get into these legacy schools, you shake the right hands. Right, Those are exactly. not meritocratic jobs. No. Um, and why would they be? There's nothing meritocratic about politics. Yeah, like exactly. It's the stupidest clown yeah. show. It is such a clown show. Um, anyway, I also, okay, so I watched Midsummer for no clear reason. God, I love In the middle movie. of it, but I had the luxury of skipping the first ten minutes. <laughs> Good um, for you. Because I'm not going to watch that. That's so That's depressing. so sad. That the rest so of the movie where people get stuffed and burned. I don't care. You sure? But, Why not? But that girl's whole family dying because her sister murder-sued them That's in a really gnarly way. Horrifying. No way. Ari Aster, your mind is... What is wrong with you? <laughs> I can't wait to see Bo is Afraid, though. What is it about? No clue. Okay, great. Not okay, a clue. Not a clue. Um, um, I need to rewatch The Vivid because I sent you a tweet the other day and somebody was like, um, did you know that you actually see the physical form of... And I guess I maybe remember seeing a person in that barn you fit you see a human black philip for just like a split second before mm. he's a goat and he got that drip and he's got, got that, that drip. shit on <laughs> he got that shit on though um, what a scary ending that movie has he's really so scary <laughs> i watched wow. sleepless in seattle for the first time oh yeah you did and i was so glad that you had the same conclusion Anna, i did same. i feel like Anna i felt the same way i'm so glad i feel like i'm taking Nicole crazy pills people talk about it like it is an absolute no that movie sucks ass. masterpiece straight up i say this as like an efron fan because truly like when harry met sally perfect movie right I love you, Scott I, I haven't seen it as much as you. Oh my god! But I do love it. I think both those two, but specifically when mm-hmm. Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally is, there is no room for improvement. That no, movie is like, perfect. The pacing is correct. The jokes if are I funny. I it right now. I'd probably cry. Oh yeah, it's so, it's a perfect yeah. movie. It's oh, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. It's like just it's just and the right it's level cozy. Felt. Oh my god, yeah, the clothes rule. The you apartment know what I love rule. in that movie. Friggin' Bruno Kirby. Oh, yeah. Well, I was about to say uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher and Bruno Kirby. They are so great. Um, girl, what were you doing with Sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> what was that about? There was a, not a redeeming quality no. to uh, Meg Ryan's character. She's a stalker who's engaged. Yeah, and, like, don't do Bill Pullman that way. No, he was perfectly sweet. Um, Wasn't he also, or was he the object of the affe- of affection in um, While You Were Sleeping? I haven't seen that one. Okay, that um, one's another I've been thinking about one. really just watching all of the Meg Ryan movies. Yeah. Uh, well, that was City of Angels. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. City of Angels, do not bother. It is so sad. It is so sad. I figured Don't it had to be it. because... Um, oh, my God. It's so sad. Because of how sad that Goo Goo Dolls song is. Do you know the premise? you know what happens in it? No. Well, let me see. Okay, it says, An angel on earth, a doctor unable to believe, a patient with a secret, a love story made in heaven. Seth is... Seth is an angel who accompanies the spirits of the recent. Is it Nicolas Cage? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Uh, he's never been human, so he has never experienced touch or taste. Uh, when in the hospital, however, he comes across Dr. Maggie Rice, a brilliant young heart surgeon mm-hmm. who is devoted to her profession and her patients. Seth has the power to let himself be seen, but Maggie finds him far too mysterious. Seth also meets a patient, Nathan Messenger, who has news for him. Okay. Uh, he too was once an angel like Seth, but chose to fall to earth and become human. Mm-hmm, Seth mm-hmm. makes a decision on his future, which does not turn out as he expected. Yeah, so he becomes a human, and like two days later, Meg Ryan gets hit by a car. That sucks. Yeah, while she's riding her bike. I think it's like a very similar thing to, um, what is it, five, the 
One day. One day. Yeah. Bitch, the thing about One Day is, is that it's not even that good of a movie, but it still makes me cry. <laughs> it's like actually a really bad movie, but the costumes smack. The costumes are so good. <laughs> Patty Clarkson. Patty Clarkson's in it. And yeah, then and I did want more for Jim Sturgis than what happened. Because yeah. I think it's a very sweet face. Where? What happened for him? Where? Kinda, like he hasn't really popped off. Much. Yeah, he really looked, not much. He would have been a perfect Paul McCartney. Like yeah. Biopic. Well, he was in, um, he was in Across the Universe, but he was not playing Paul McCartney. Oh, that's right. Just, that's why I associate him with the Beatles. My movie. I remember liking it a lot in high school, and I don't think you could pay me to watch it now. I don't feel I'll revisit that one. New. No. Um, okay. Yeah. The plot of While You Were Sleeping. I know that it's like. Um, okay. Yeah. Sandra Bullock is obsessed with this guy that she sees on the train. Um, she, like, rescues him from an oncoming train or whatever, and he's in a coma, and then she tells the nurse that she's his fiance because she's like, I love him, and his family is like, oh, we didn't know he was engaged. Oh, my God, congratulations, and they, like, love her. And then he wakes up, and um, he's like, who? Wait, just you? because she thought the guy in the coma was cute? Yeah. She, like, she what rescues What is going him. on? I don't know. Like, she rescues him from a train. that The muggers push him on the track. She ac- accompanies the comatose Peter to the hospital, where the nurse overhears her musing aloud, I was going to marry him. And so the, the nurse tells the family that she's the fiancé. Okay. And so they assume he has amnesia. And <laughs> But, like, in the meantime, she actually falls in love with his younger brother, Jack. Like Weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and Jack is Bill Pullman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like Bill Pullman. Peter Gallagher was the boy she was in love with from the train. Okay. We love Peter Gallagher. We do love Peter Gallagher. Man, <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle, though, like, first of all, I think the thing that it has going for it most is that a young Gabby Hoffman was in it. Shut up. Oh, my God. I was just watching she was Girls so with her today. cute as a kid, too. God, I love Gabby Hoffman. I do, too. Oh, um, my God. She, she is a funny so, little character. She is crazy as hell on Girls. Girl, she's crazy as hell in everything. <laughs> She brings a sort of um, dysfunctional vibe to yes. the TV show. Yes. Like a very uh, destabilizing sort of energy. Uh-huh. Um, Having her play Adam's sister was one of I was the gonna say, best casting Her choices. and Adam Driver are believable as siblings, yeah. I feel. Very hirsute people. Y- yes. Wow. What a show. Anyway, that's what's new in showbiz for me. Except <laughs> showbiz for, news. Well, there's... Oh, oh no. It's God, telling us Mike told me to shut loud. up again. I hate um, when they do this. I know. Well, there's Love is Blind, but we... We'll catch up on that. What have you been up oh to? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, similar. You know, just a lot of watching TV and stuff. Um, we had, like, a school fundraiser thing on Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Um, it's, like, one of those things where you're supposed to pledge per lap that your kid runs. Or you can just, like, make a flat fee donation. So it'd be like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to donate $3 to the PTA for every lap that you run and if you ran 15 then that's 45 dollars good job hmm. i was like no i'm not doing that and just donated 100 flat and so we got there and matilda <laughs> this was like, means nothing to me and matilda was like how many laps do i have to run i was like 100 or zero i don't care like see what happens how um, many did she do none she didn't even engage with the 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 um 
track because there was so much other stuff going on that you could do. Okay. Yeah, they had like um they had like bounce houses and they had a dunk tank where they had the PE That's teacher. so much fun, man. It that was so cute. Has such a fun old timey vibe to it. It is very cute. And then they had like a little um popsicle um it was called Mom and Pops. They sell these like all natural popsicles. I don't know what that means, all natural, but whatever. Migo got like it actually kind of means anything you wanted to. Turns truly, out. <laughs> Migo got like a um, like a Mexican hot chocolate one, which I was surprised she liked because it was like very cinnamony. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen a popsicle melt in this specific way. Mm. Um, it like initially was like holding together really well, and then it was like one or two little drips, and then like thirty seconds later. You could not escape the drips. I was like holding it out and having her like lean her entire torso forward to eat it. And I was like, that way it won't get all over her dress. It got all over her dress, all over her face, all over my pants. I was so upset. I was like wearing these pants that I had gotten from my newly box. Oh no. And they had just like, they're the ones I'm wearing right now. They had just drips and drips of chocolate. And I was just like, the whole way home, I feel like I sounded like I was like in shell shock or something. I was like, I've got to get home and change these pants. I've got to get home and change these pants. Like, I was so, I felt so sticky. You know I what I mean? If there's a feeling <clears throat> that I can't stand, can't stand sticky, to be or sticky. dirty or oily Ugh, in any possible way. Disgusting. Cannot stand it. So, yeah, I changed and then we went to Costco. Um, and then that night, Parker and I went to Lynn Asian and Dumplings oh, or whatever. Yeah. What did you get? Oh my God. I got the, the steamed veggie dumplings to start mm-hmm. for just start. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> and then I, we shared the scallion pancake. Yum. And then I got the Dan Dan noodles, which mm. were delicious. Um, and then Parker got like the, it was some like hot and sour shrimp thing or whatever that he like loved. Um, and he got his soup dumplings, you know, you gotta. God, I love soup dumplings. So good. And then afterwards, Parker had been to this place way in South Austin for like, um, a work event a couple weeks ago. And he had been talking about it ever since. It's still Austin Whiskey Distillery. Yeah. And it's like truly middle of, like, it, like when, as we were driving It's like up, on St. Elmo, isn't it? Uh, it's close to there, yeah. yeah it's I'm on industrial or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's like a cute little row of like, you know, breweries. There's and, a, like a wine yeah. um, barn, basically, yeah. over there, yeah. It's actually cute once you get out there, but like until you pull into the parking lot, you're like, where? Oh, you know, South Austinites will be like, that's central for me. <laughs> It took us forever to get there, but they have a frozen old-fashioned called a cold-fashioned, and Parker had been talking about it since he had it, and he had not oversold it. It was delicious. Dang. Wow. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, dad would enjoy this. Yeah. You know? Um, So yeah, we had that, and then, yeah, last night, I went with Angelie to her friend Evany's house, um, which is gorgeous, and we were supposed to watch the live Love is Blind reunion. Well. Which did not pan out for those of you who 100 are... 100 photos taken moments before disaster. I It was horrible. I, like, it was crazy. We were, we were like, gonna get there at, like, 7.02. And mm-hmm. Angela was like, okay, that's fine. Like, hopefully nothing big will have happened. Whatever. And we show up, and it's like, oh, it's, like, still loading. And we're like, oh, that's weird. And I get a text from Brooke that's like, is it working for you guys? And I was like, no, that's weird. Like, huh. And then, like, I looked at Twitter, and everybody was just like, what the hell is going on? You know? Um, Girl, that they, was one of the most... They fumbled that so boo-boo bad. operations <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. We tried to pop that on at, like, 10.30. We got home. I guess I didn't mention this, but um, our friend Nicole threw a very lovely luau dinner. Very cute. Very cute. She made these, like, papier-mâché birds. My goodness. I need to do more papier-mâché. What a yeah. fun hobby. Well... 
link up with Nicole, I guess. She does a, a she did a really killer job. I mean, it looked like the Tiki Tiki Lounge. It's so cute. Um, the, the smell of paper mache, I think, is one that I can't really linger on mm-hmm. too long. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, not a finished product, but when you're doing it, like yeah. wet. Wet newspaper. Gluey newspaper. You know, when I was an art teacher, we actually used this stuff. Um, I could have, it would have been much more economical for me to just do regular old paper mache with the kids. But I was like, I don't trust you guys to not be disgusting with this. And you can get this tape that's basically like the adhesive part of like a, an envelope. Hmm. <clears throat> you can get it like in different widths. Um, but it's just like wide craft paper with like glue on one side. And you just wet it with a sponge and lay it over whatever armature you're using and then that, it doesn't smell. It's like a nice, oh, like, man. it makes like nice little strips and you can cut it like nice and neatly to like the, the shape that you need it to be. It was great. I, I loved that. Like I That's should get good. some for the kids, honestly, yeah. to play with. Um, because that would be more fun for me than, yeah, you're right. The smell. The smell is nauseating. Oh, yucky. Yeah. We tried to watch Love is Mind at like 1030 and it was not happening at all. It had like that weird error. And then I was like, Craig, can you Google this? Cause you'd sent me a mm-hmm. meme and I thought it was germane to a discussion that happened on the show. No, but it was about the whole thing, the whole thing just not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. we did yeah. watch it over lunch today. We started it over lunch. We didn't get to finish. Uh, well here, I don't have a ton of takeaways except for shockingly high hit rate this season. There really was. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I feel actually no kind of way about Marshall or Jackie now. They, I don't really care to think about them really Mm-mm. any longer. I forgot your names. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, I think that Vanessa needs to stop asking every cast member to have a baby. We were discussing last night who would be a better celebrity couple to host that show. Hmm. And what the one thing that came up was Ovenie's husband was saying Dwayne Wade and and um, Gabrielle Union, which oh, they would they're be too good for that. Yes, it's way beneath they them. Could, the Netflix cannot afford them. There's no way, and, and like they have more money than God. Yeah, you know, like there's no. They would have no reason to mm-hmm. do that, but they would be so, so good at it. And like they're so entertaining. I you mean, know? if Kelly and Mark weren't busy. That could be a fun oh, one, too. Kelly and Mark would be a really good you know one. That, you know that he's co-hosting with her now? No. Oh, that's Isn't really that cute? cute. Yeah, it's Kelly and Mark now. Good for them. I, I like those two kids. I do, too. Hot. Both Hot. Them. Both She's them. also funny. Like, mm-hmm. when she was on Broad City, I was like, girl. <laughs> I guess, no, I was going to say Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Christopher Guest. Christopher Guest, but I was like, he would he not would do that. He would never do that. He's actually he kind of grumpy. He would never do that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's been together all that long. I don't either, but... People don't stay together in Holly weird. Vanessa and Nick are just not it well, for me. Get, get Jessica and her new man to do it. That's what we were saying, too, but I'm like, she's also too rich to need to do she, that. She would maybe do it for fun. She just, to, just to take something that's, from Nick. That's what I said about Gabby, Gabby Union. I was like, I could see her being like, this is fun. So, yeah. And I talked Dwayne into it because he loves me and he'll do what I want him to do. Oh, I would love to see her in about 10x more things. I agree. I love her. Yeah. She wrote a book last year, I think. Did she? Mm-hmm. She yeah. has a presence that really lights the screen up. I agree. And you mm-hmm. know what's crazy? Is she looks the same as she did in Bring It On. Absolutely insane. Just Honestly, the same. like... And 10 Things I Hate About You. A lot of the Bring It On cast has aged really well. I mean, Beautifully. Kiki Dunst yes. looks... She's definitely... Hello. Hello. She's definitely... <laughs> Aged, appropriately but yeah like not a but lot she still looks great I mean, we were flipping through our magazines yeah um and Aww. she we, there was one from 2003 and she looks amazing she's so cute 
Yeah. She's forever our diva. She is. All this to say about Love is Blind, I guess I'm happy for Zach and Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, he posted more of his, like, personal story on Instagram. Interesting. Very, very, sad. very sad upbringing. Yeah. So I have to appreciate that he... Has, like, found some stability. Yeah. Like, I, I actually, like, walked away from that, like, with a lot of admiration for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Bliss seems really happy with him. She, I think she seems like a sweet girl. Like I she some, does. I saw someone. Her dad date. really pissed me off. What a jerk! What a douchebag! They on the on the reunion. They're like, oh no, we get along great with them now. Bliss gives me the energy of somebody who has been to a lot of therapy and knows how to have appropriate, healthy boundaries mm-hmm. with her dad. Where she's like. Yeah, he'll talk out the side of his neck sometimes, but it, that's really none of my business, you know? Yeah, people like, who can make themselves care less is... It's a, impre- that's it's a very a impressive... very cool skill to see yeah. in action. Yeah. Um, Chelsea and Kwame, I don't know. I guess they're happy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Their apartment was really pretty gross to me. I haven't gotten to see it yet. They're... <laughs> girl. <laughs> she, like, when... I think it's just a, such a thing to make being into a specific color your thing yes. as a grown woman yeah definitely and like she's like pink, pink. <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's giving i don't have a lot going on yeah um, yeah i don't think she does no you know and you know what they touched on on the reunion that the show just didn't even address at all is that and it makes sense is that um oh what's his name brett Lives, Brett in lives in Portland. Duh. Yeah. Parker was like, "Oh yeah, Nike is in yeah, Portland." Yeah, Nike's in Portland. Um, God, I love. But again, Brett. y'all don't. I mean, that worked out. Yeah, that worked out. But like in general, like that they should all drive in the same city. Six hours and round you know trip. You didn't, you didn't hear boo about it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like, "I'm making such a sacrifice for you." He and Tiffany are so handsome together. What a beautiful couple. And they were happy. They're oh, I love them. Mm-hmm. Um. Glad to see Irina brought on the stage to answer for her crimes. Nasty. I love that Zach was like, be honest, like you came on this to get famous. And she was like, isn't that fear? It's like, girlfriend, Mm. you know you did. I also like that Zach was like, "Um, seeing yourself and the internet see you um, the way that you were portrayed is punishment enough. So I was like, I'm saying. Because listen, the, the commentators on TikTok this time Brutal. They had smoke for Arena. I feels like the methamphetamines have been amped up because it's like yes. it was like bloodlust this time. People were saying things that I was like, "You can't walk that back, <laughs> guys." That is not. I nice. haven't heard someone be that vicious since the early two thousands. Which part of me is like, "We're back." Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, and then when the Barbie trailer came out, people were like, "Fun is back." I was like, it "Oh is. my god!" I mean, being a mean little bitch used to be a job. It, yeah. And I'm ready to do that job again. Perez Hilton did it. Mm-hmm. And like, he sucks. He's a mean Joan little. Rivers. Yes. She was the blueprint for being a mean little bitch. Yes. She made but a whole career was, off of it. She was funny, though. She so was funny. Is, if you can be a mean little bitch as a career, if, if you funny. got bars. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Our granny would have excelled at that. Oh, my God. I know. She, <laughs> what, what a, what a wasted career type. teaching, <laughs> molding young minds when she could have been a mean little bitch on the red carpet. Each one teach one, I guess. <laughs> um, should we talk about this film? Yeah, Lady Chatterley's Lover. So we watched Lady Chatterley's Lover based on the <clears throat> D. H. Lawrence band D.H. Lawrence yeah. novel of the same name. Did you read his Wikipedia? No. People were like, we can't really sort of figure out what his political beliefs are because uh, they're either 
fascist or uh, utopic socialist, and there's actually no in-between. Well, it's that... Um yeah, that horseshoe theory, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, that also that often makes for an interesting read about a person. Maybe not the kind of person you want to know. Yeah, he seems like, like a very frustrating person to have known. And he died young. Yeah. Um, he dropped this and a couple other books that were received equally as though they were prurient. And Did then he, he do was Tropic like, of Cancer? I am not sure, actually. Um, there was a whole Seinfeld thing about them trying to get that from the library for, like, the steamy sex scenes. Oh, my gosh. Or was gosh. it Tropic of Capricorn? Something like that. He wrote um, Sons and Lovers, Women in Love, The Rainbow, The Rocking Horse Winner, The Fox, and Kangaroo. Okay. Um, so I don't see anything about Tropic Who did of Cancer. That? Who did that one? Um, but, yeah, anyways, he Lady Chatterley's Lover, the story is basically... Um, Henry Miller. Oh yeah, introducing Henry Miller. That was um, Edith Wharton's boy. They mm-hmm. were they were besties. Um, oh, okay. Pussy Jones. Pussy Jones. So the story is um, that this this lady, Miss Chatterley, Connie, she marries this guy, um, and he like pretty immediately has to like the the next day after mm-hmm. their wedding has to go back out to World War One. Oh, she's like nothing bad is going to happen to you. <laughs> and he gets out there and. Paralyzed immediately. From the waist down. Yeah. And this guy is rich, 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 rich. Yeah, so he's, what, a baronet? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. And she is, like, fr- from, like, upper middle class artist. Yes, yeah. So by no means, like, hard on her luck, but she is marrying into, like... And she has a bit more established wealth. Bohemian tendencies, I guess. Yes, she does. Um, She has a sister named Hilda, who we see at the beginning, played by an alumnus of a film we watched, Pride. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and Hilda and her, like, correspond, and Hilda's, like, the first person to put together that she's got a lover, which is interesting. It's like, Boy, well, this, this whole thing, I mean... It's kind of a actually, sad story. It is a sad story, but it, um, the love story ends up actually being kind of sweet. It does, In a yeah. weird way that I was not expecting. So, yeah. her husband is paralyzed from the waist down, mm-hmm. and is absolutely not interested in her sexual pleasure at all. Whatsoever. Um, she sort of tries to make something happen, and he's like, oh, you understand, but no. But no. <laughs> and um, he's like, but, you know, if we wanted to have children, you could maybe have a baby sired by another person, but people wouldn't have to know, you know? Yeah. And he's playing weird games with himself on this, too. Yeah. Because he, like, doesn't want to know who it is, but, like, I think imagines that it might be someone else of, like, high breeding or something. Well, and it's like, I guess he thinks that it would just be possible for her to just have sex with another person. And despite them not having any kind of, like, romantic or affectionate or even companionable relationship Mm -hmm. as a married couple, um, that she wouldn't also fall in love with someone else like he was like yeah. well no but you have to be in love with me and it's like well you're nothing but rude to her he you starts her. off actually kind of sweet and charming yeah. and then just slowly devolves so it's like starts with him putting her to work as his care caregiver caregiver yeah. without really asking her if that's okay mm-hmm. um and then starts kind of like tightening the reins on her getting to go to london to see her sister mm-hmm. which like <laughs> Uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> One thing is you're not going to like who I am if I don't have the outlet of talking to my sister. Okay, period. Yeah, I've got to process some things. Oh, my God. Unless you want to hear me just... Right. Like, 
Craig probably hears 5% of my thoughts. You probably get 25. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And sometimes so I'm like, uh, can you imagine I... if I couldn't just, <laughs> what if, if I didn't have my phone, if I like... had to like get a rotary phone out and call you every five minutes and be like, guess what? People used to do that. I know. I feel like yeah. we would run up a phone bill. Yeah, we would for sure. Um, I'm so thankful for the various messaging services we can use at our disposal. Slack. It's the Skynet. That sort of keeps us always in touch. Always in touch. Well, and I was like, I was starting to tell Parker something the other day, and I was like, did I already tell you this? No, I think I told Molly. And mm-hmm. that happens to me probably 15 time. bajillion times a week. It makes me really worried that I'm not going to give him key information that he needs in a social situation because right. I told you and was like, well, that ought to get to him. <laughs> It'll go around somehow. Yeah. Well, and, you know, there is some clown-to-clown communication. Mm-hmm. If I were to see Craig before your social event, then I would give him, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. As a reminder, a fun thing that, you know, and he'd be like, wait, what? You know? Yeah. But that's the only way. I mean, because, I've seen that happen. Because Craig and I are our are, are, are primary mode of modality is cheesemate. That's, yeah. that's what we mm-hmm. like to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, yeah, that, there's that a- aspect of it, it as well. It him. It does. <laughs> Me as well. Yeah. <laughs> cloud to cloud and communication. So she basically falls in love with the groundskeeper. Who is so cute So cute. That's my type. And they have, like, this little love cottage that's, like, very anthro. Oh, yeah. Uh, what did you, you it call looks it? like a terrarium. St- studied rusticity. Yes, exactly. Like, it's, um, like, rustic but clean somehow. So. Yeah. And he's also, like, you know, he's he's blue collar but extremely well read. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and everyone's like, it's a shame what happened to him. I mean, he got pretty far in the army, but... You know, he's not of the right breeding. Yeah. With a brain like that, stuck in his low social class. He was... Oh, no. He was, like, for sure, like, written by women. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Except for he was written by D.H. Lawrence, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. Was D.H. Lawrence a gay man? I don't know if people know about that, actually. That's interesting. Um... So well, he certainly knew what the girls would want. He knew what the girls wanted. Um, that actor, Jack O'Connell, I think is that his name? Mm-hmm. Um, he played like kind of a bad boy in the second grouping of skins. Okay. Um, his name was Cook. And yeah, <clears throat> there's, I mean, there was always one of those characters who was yeah. like gruff and blue collar. Yeah. Um, you love to see it. Big fan. Think he's great. Um, they are naked so much they're naked quite a lot um and emma corin has got like zero percent body fat except on them bobbies yeah it's insane i was I like know. okay some girls have all the love <laughs> all right this had a 6.6 which i actually feel is not as generous as i would be um, yeah, it was a good movie i thought so jolie richardson love love jolie to see richardson. anybody in that esteemed family mm-hmm. um yeah, so anyways, basically, it's like the word starts to get out, and people in this little village start to talk, and then it gets back to Lord Chatterley, who's like, I am sending that dude away, and then she finds out she's pregnant, right? She does, and then um, she tells her husband, and I don't I think he was like, would you imagine I'm going to, like, raise that guy's kid? Like, Right. So she had initially planned to go to Venice to, like, basically find, like, a stud mm-hmm. um, to get her pregnant. Ugh. So gross. Yuck. So she and her sister go to Venice anyway. She's, like, visibly showing, and people are being bitches so to her. rude. I guess, like, because she's Venice traveling is maybe, Yeah, and I was wondering if maybe Venice is, like, auxiliary social. Like, that's where, like... Everybody summers or something. I think it was like the Hamptons of like yeah. So the word had gotten out Mm because that's like they go to Venice in um oh what's Brideshead revisited Mm -hmm. and that's a similar time period right yeah 
God, I love Bright Side Revisited. Yeah, that's classic. <sighs> so good. Um, so weirdly in the like unexpected romantic turn, because I kept expecting this to be one of those like moralist stories where it's like, yeah. and that's what you get, girly. Yeah. Um, but she like moves back to London, keeps asking after him everywhere she can. Yep. Finds out that he's living in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, hot. And I know. She, she specifically won, actually. Yeah, she yeah. did. And she goes and finds him, and he's They live like, happily ever after. Yeah, he was like, I'd, I'd heard stories about yeah. you, and yeah, whatever. Yeah. I assume then, they raised their kid together. Yeah. And I think, like, I, doesn't it say that they get married or something? Like, she manages to divorce Chatterley or something? Oh, yeah, that remember. was, they both had to secure a divorce. Yeah. Because he also had a oh, wife yeah. who just... Estranged. It just wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> Because his wife had cheated on him, I think, during the war or something, maybe. Yeah. And her... I imagine that probably happened a lot. I'm sure. Her lover is, like, briefly one of the rabble-rousers that's, like, threatening their relationship. Mm. Um, anyways, yeah. It's, like, it could have been really sad, but it has a happy ending. Can we talk nice. about Lord Chatterley's little wheelchair car? <laughs> oh, my God. I was, like, dying laughing. That is the silliest little invention. Like, he's such a dick that, like, him being in that, like barely He's, functioning little motor car was <laughs> jazzy this was like the beginning of like motor vehicles and he's like got this thing that's got like i don't know two horsepower you know it probably costs with like a modern day tesla absolutely <laughs> and he was like sweet this is gonna and it's like shaped like a little race car and he's trying to drive it up a hill and it like won't go and then Lady Chatterley's trying to, like, she's found out she's pregnant. She's trying to, like, help push it. And I was like, if this thing rolls over back on her and causes her to miscarry this baby, because that's the kind of thing that happens in these stories yeah, all the time, all the too. Time. Um, but no, it didn't. She actually won. She, she gets her. to have a good life with her lover. So, um, yeah, it was, I, I thought, a nice story. I think Emma Corrin is a very interesting actor. Pretty people all around, I would pretty say. Pretty people, pretty individuals. Um, yeah. I would say for fans of normal people. Yes. The show. Very similar. Specifically. Very yeah, similar. Yeah, and that it's, like, moody. I'm sure there's a million GIFs on Tumblr with the color grading is somehow even bluer. Yes. Oh, um, my God. Why is that? I don't know. And but the quality looks sort of potato It was intoxicating. You'd go on that website and it'd be like, yeah, exactly. And they would, like, over-romanticize, like, yeah, any things, movie. Things that were just sort of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, part of me is like, oh, it's the imagination of a young girl. You know? Is Tumblr coming back? Because I'm ready. I... Um, I need to signed see if I up can for it. I was going to say, I wonder if I can find my login, my old login. I, Maybe part, I should have started Yeah, fresh. I was going to say, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to that. <laughs> um, new girl. But then it's like, where do you start? You mm. really, yeah, who it's like moving to a new city. It really is. Um, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I, yeah, I, I tried to get on it and I was like, oh, this is actually deeply confusing. But I think it might be in that territory where like it already hit peak. Mm-hmm. And so now it might be like. It's already declining in already? Well, no, no. Yeah, I mean, it, it hit its peak, I would say, like in oh. 2012, 2013. No, okay. I thought, we, I said, I'm, I'm sorry, to be clear. I think we're heading for a second peak. Yeah, that's what I'm because saying. Because people are getting fertile ground now. It. Yeah. Um, people are tired of Facebook. They're tired of Twitter. I think that. Tired of Instagram. The internet was always meant to be a little bit more anonymous. Yeah. Um, because, you know, give a man a mask and he'll show you who he really is. Right, and it's kind of like, with Tumblr, you just sort of create your own little... Your own little, like, collection. Like, yeah. this is my collection of things I like well, that make like, me laugh. That's like TikTok. It's like, if I have a friend on there that's accidental, um, yeah. I'm not going to follow them for their content. Right. Hardly anyone in your real life is making content for TikTok. Right. Because exactly. Because it's deeply hard. Right. 
Um, oh my god, I saw this girl like doing a tutorial of how she makes one of her like weird like beauty ones. And I was mm -hmm. like, this is. I need a degree to figure this out. Yeah, it's it's insane. That's why um, when you really start to think about it and you see, well, I'll put it right on blast because everyone and that I've talked about this in real life agrees with me. Um, my number one TikTok enemy is an elderly woman. <sighs> Diane. <laughs> Diane Schiffer. Schiffer. And I have, I don't know how many times I have told TikTok that I'm not interested in the content. Same. And they continue to surface it for me. Same with Taylor Swift stuff. It is like an absolute weed. Like, you can pull those weeds up out of your garden. You can spray Roundup or whatever. And TikTok is like, I don't care, love. Here's another conspiracy theory you from somebody about Taylor, Taylor Swift. You will be a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah, it's, oh it's kind of insane. The Diane Shipper thing drives me nuts because... Um, so this is like an older woman who her whole thing is like she's kind of cottage Corey, But she's also very much appealing to people who have deluded themselves into thinking they can't handle a single conflict in life. Right. So it's like, oh, protect this woman at all costs. Whatever. Mm. Um, you know, she's just sort of milling about her home all and of her videos are just her puttering around like changing her tablecloth with a voiceover but if you look at the different cuts mm -hmm. and angles it's like that probably took diane an hour to film this mm -hmm. 30 second thing mm -hmm. that is supposed to look like an organic milling about your home it's it gets a little dystopic in that way because it's like this is an old woman yeah why is she, who, who is the team behind this yes Am I being psyoped? The day in the life that start with someone getting out of bed, too, I'm like, don't play in my face. Mm, 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 <laughs> I, mm, I know that mm. you had to get up, get glam, set up your whole rig, yep. and then get back in bed and pretend. For, and for what? You know, the thing is, is like, to, to regularly make TikTok content is not easy. Mm -hmm. So it's the, like, f fake nonchalance, I think, where you kind of lose me. Yes. It's like... I, I occasionally see Tim Cusano, whatever. Yeah, Cusimano. Yeah, and I like him um, because, I mean, there's no there's no pretense that he's not putting in a lot of effort. Right. And right. it makes sense. He's like a content creator for a living. Right, exactly. Um, Do you know who I love lately? I, I sent one of the videos to you. Um, is that uh, New York City mom? Oh, I love She's her. She's like, day in the life of a New York City mom. And I'm like, I send her yeah. to you because I'm like, Lindsay sees herself as this woman. I do. I'm like, I, because I, she's like, everything, her days are so busy full of stuff that like, I like to do. Or it's yeah. like, me and my daughters went to Sephora while we were waiting for our um, reservation to come up at the, at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Like we just walked two, two doors down and went to a Sephora. I'm like, that's so cute. She's got two girls. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then she was like, I put my daughter down, and then, went, no, she doesn't talk like that, but Ramona, you know, mm -hmm. um, but then, and then I went to, like, meet a friend for, uh, a cocktail, and I'm like, this is so cute, yeah, what a good fun for her. day for you, yeah, I love her, but, um, yeah, do you have anything else you want to say about, no, apart from, um, next week, mm -hmm. we're a little bit late in honoring <laughs> the anniversary of, um, a tragedy. A tragedy. But we will be watching the two VHS clamshell of Titanic. Titanic. I'm ready. Um, shockingly in the almost, no, sorry, more than six years that we have six been doing years. this podcast. We started in March 17. And we've still never covered Titanic. And we've Titanic. never done Titanic. Can um, you believe this? That's, it's really weird of us. Um, I think we were always just like, oh, it's so long. And it's like, it is. But it's like, good. 
I had a dream about Kathleen Turner the other night, and I was like, oh my god, I loved you in Titanic. I loved you in The Skeleton Key. She's in neither of those movies. I was going to say, is she? No, she's not. (laughs) (laughs) And she was so sweet to me in the the dream. She was like, oh yeah, no, totally. Let me think about if I remember doing those roles. And it's like, yeah, you didn't. It was Jenna Rollins in The Skeleton Key. And I don't know who I thought you were in Titanic. Oh my god, I love The Skeleton Key. Yeah, people forget about The Skeleton Key. Um, it's so good. It's a scary movie. Um, and if yeah. it were a period piece, I would have done it five times Ages by ago. now. Same. Because, wow, what a classic. Um, alrighty, so next week, Titanic. You know, you've probably seen it, so no need to rewatch it if you don't want to. But join us if you'd like, um, and we'll be back to talk about it. Bye. Bye. Bye.